Welcome to Development Thoughts. I am Midupi Olusheli. You have decided to go non-profit and you are already institutionalizing your efforts by setting up a registered organization. One of the things that determine the success and failure of a non-profit organization apart from commitment and innovation is availability of systems that work. This is simply the difference between those that crawl and the few that you admire. Many people are so passionate and eager to work that they forgot to build systems. The work will get to a, a certain point and will not be able to start. Now, you need to put in place a system that could hold whatever you are building. It will be good to consider a few definitions of what a system is. Merriam-Webster, for, for, for instance, uh, define a system to be a regular interacting or interdependent group of items forming a unified whole. At Cambridge, for instance, a system is a set of connected again things or devices that operate together. And according to Business Dictionary, which is the one I link to most, it says it is a set of detailed methods, procedures, and routines created to carry out a specific activity perform a duty or solve a problem. By my experience working in a non-profit sector, a system is a set of detailed methods, procedures and routines created to carry out a specific activity, perform a duty or solve a problem. This also includes the people who run the system and manage and activate them or even sustain the system. It is therefore those lines fabric of things that holds the whole organization together from finance to human resources to administrative and even to the level all these keep the organization running and running fine potential allies will have to be very sure that you have a system in place before they could trust you with partnerships or funding there is a level of commitment that is only possible when you have the right systems in place this simply means that you might not be able to grow beyond the strength of whatever kind of system you have in place. Pay attention to that. Let's look at what the systems are in some of our organizations. They include finance, the program design management system, and the stakeholders management. They include leadership. Human resources uh, will include recruitment of body, staff, welfare. Uh, media and communication system, the fundraising system, even the reporting system, and so many other systems. All these must be represented by policies and policy documents. So donor agencies and organizations will be asking you for some of all these policies. It's not enough for them to exist on your mind or in your heart. Let's look at some of these systems one after the other. Number one, organizational structure is a system. This includes the the governance structure and can be seen on a chart. Number two is governing documents. This might be board manual, constitutions and bylaws. What these do is guide how the board runs, the meetings, uh, the frequency of your meetings, how new members could join or how members are removed. Another one is human resource policy. This guide how you manage the people in the organization uh, recruitment or laying off procedure and processes. Sometimes this can also be the staff handbook. Then there is the safeguarding policy. Some call it safeguarding gender and power policy. This can actually 
be separated and I encourage you to separate yours. You can have a safeguarding, you can have a gender and you can have a power policy. Safeguarding includes child protection policy, it includes inclusion and other policies that seek to protect either minors or people with disabilities. The gender policy could include uh, anti-sexual harassment policy. Anti-sexual harassment policy again can also stand on its own, preferably. All this that I mentioned contain the organization stands on things like rape, molestation, sexual harassment, etc. And what should be done in case this happens. Who to call, where to report to, or the reporting pathway as we call it. It will also include the punishment for any offender and how victims can be protected. All this will be clearly spread out. Then, of course, uh, I think I mentioned the staff handbook, which should be the Bible of the staff. It should contain everything that will help and guide the staff in your organization from the first day at work to the last day. It should contain a bullet point for every other policy and information to note. I will make a reference to the largest standalone policy document. For instance, the part that talks about sexual harassment in the staff handbook will reference the bigger standalone sexual harassment policy for more information. Then, of course, there is the financial accounting policy that guides all the record-keeping process and procedures, rules and rules, uh, separation of duties, reimbursement, budgeting, approvals, and many others. Funders, people who gives you money, they are always very particular about financial procedures, the processes, most importantly, the rules and the roles. The separation of duties, who raised the request, who signed the request or who approved the request, who handled the cash, they are very particular about this. Now, there is a very important piece of your system that should not be joked with. There is also the procurement policy, uh, there is the child protection policy, there is the equal em uh, employment opportunity and uh, there is the affirmative action statement. There should be a leadership succession plan for your NGO too. Don't just have this on your mind. Now, this is what happened when I'm about to leave. You have to have it all written out. If it's not written down, then it's not existing. You should also have a job description template for staff. How about communications policy? This is very important. This guide how you communicate within the organization and between your organization and other organizations. So, intra, inter, all this should be taken care of uh, with the communication policy. How you share or handle the information you share, who share the information and how information is stored, what media should be used and what frequency. This might even include your social media policy too. Just yesterday, someone asked me about a data archival policy. This has to do with how long you keep a certain document or data before you discard it. Is it one year, two years? These details will also to a large extent depend on your capacity. And that is why your policies have to change year after year. Of course, there is also the IT policy and there is the fixed asset policy and the list goes on. The list can get annoying long sometimes. And when you think you have it all, a certain funder comes and asks for yet another new thing that you haven't had 
all the statutory policies should be reviewed constantly. I suggest annually to reflect whatever changes happening in the organization, uh, organization internal and external environment all through the year. And your board should approve and sign off on it. I repeat, your board should approve every of these policies and sign it, sign it, physical signing of all these policy documents. Policies should not just be kept but should always be consulted. This is very important also. All concerned personnel should be very familiar with them and allow the tenants and the lines in those documents to guide the organization process and flow. All this will show that you have laid down guidelines to doing whatever you are doing. It therefore means that if staff leave and new ones comes, the new hands could easily take things from where the old hands stopped because there is a natural laid down order and culture of doing things which everyone can see and understand. It therefore means you didn't just wake up from a very nice side of the bed and decide things should be done this way today. At the point, the organization will be running fine when you have all these things in place and without hindrances as long as those systems are in place and animated. Truth is, people create systems, but systems also guide people and ensure people succeed. In other words, we can say systems makes people and organizations. Hmm. I'm not saying you must have all this before doing good work, but as long as you are interested in seeing growth and development, and most especially achieving scale, you must have systems and policies in place. We'll run it up here and we'll see you next time. See you in the next episode and keep building your community one solution at a time. Thank you.